Hello and welcome back to the Soul Flow Podcast. I'm Melissa, joined by Jason. Hello. And a very, very, very special guest today. We're so excited to have him. We have today our nephew Aiden. Hello. Um, I think first of all, thanks Aiden for doing this. I know you're excited about this, but yeah. we have a special episode planned today. It's a little bit more on the serious side, but I think it's a very important um, subject matter that we talk about. But just a little bit about Aiden. He's 11, about to be 12 in a couple of weeks, and um, so he's in middle school. So I just wanted to get his perspective on things that are going on with kids these days because there's just so many things with suicide with kids and drug overdoses and it's a scary world for kids I feel like nowadays and I just wanted to get his perspective on things because I think it's important that we go straight to the source to talk to these kids and find out what's going on. So we are going to get started. So basically Aiden. What? <laughs> um, so I just want you to talk about being a kid these days, do you feel that you have a lot of extra pressure? And, and Aiden is an athlete as well, so he plays uh, three sports, football, wrestling, and baseball. So I think that's got a lot of extra added stress. But I just want to know if you feel that you have that added pressure from parents, teachers, friends, you know, coaches, whatever you, you feel. And go ahead and just kind of talk it out. Um, well, to be honest... I don't really have that much pressure because, uh, I don't know, I, I just, I guess I can deal with things, I think, but I have a little bit of pressure from my dad because he always pressures me to get good grades, do well in sports, at least, like, all the basic stuff, you know, do well in sports and stuff. So why do you, why do you think he pressures you? Like, why do you, where do you I think, think that comes from? he pressures me because he wants me to do great in life. And he wants me to like, he wants me to like have a habit. Yeah. Or, yeah. So it's, so it's not like a bad pressure. It's more yeah. of like just him it's wanting just, the best out of you. Yeah. Okay. Do you see any of your like schoolmates or friends or or um, kids on your sports teams? Do you see that they might feel any pressure on them? Uh. Or do they? <laughs> Do they ever mention that they feel they just have a lot of pressure as far as, like, getting good grades and being good at sports? and I mean, living a certain lifestyle as a kid, like certain clothes that you wear, certain things that you do? Uh, nobody really, like, mentions anything about, like, stress or anything, but sometimes, like, if somebody makes a bad play in football or baseball, you can see that they have pressure. Like, you could just see the look in their face, and they look disappointed and sad. So, uh, yeah. So, but you guys don't talk about feeling pressure from parents or teachers? No, not really, because usually student-athletes, like, the stereotype is that they're just dumb, and, like, they get bad grades, but that's not usually how it is, and, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I just kind of want to know, because now you're in middle school... And how do you feel that that's different than when you were in elementary school? Like, what do you notice? What are some of the big differences you notice being in middle school now? Um, some of the big differences are that you're switching classes now, and the teachers have a lot more pressure. They make you study for more things. 
Yeah, the work is just harder overall. So, like, before you only had one teacher, so the teacher knew, I'm only going to give you homework in these subjects, I don't want to overwhelm you, but now you have a different teacher for every topic, so it's like each yeah. teacher expects something out of you individually, right? Yeah, and I, yeah, and I have a social studies teacher, her name is Mrs. Carpin, <laughs> and she, she, uh, she, Say like, hi. tells us, like, <laughs> life, like, she gives us, like, life tips all the time, and some of them actually help. Yeah, well, that's, that's good. That was really surprising to me. Nice. I feel like kids need that life tips, yeah. you know? It, oh, yeah. I think that's something that kids are kids and people treat them and talk to them like kids. But one thing that with Aiden is sometimes I forget he's a kid because he acts so grown up and he's very mature for his age. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Until someone farts. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but, you know, I forget sometimes that he's a kid, and he has feelings of a kid, and it's hard sometimes to differentiate between that. So, but, um, yeah, it's just crazy. So I got a question for you, Aiden. <laughs> How do you deal with your emotions? Like, if you get, like, really mad or really upset or sad, like, uh, how get, do you deal with them? If I get really... So most of the time, if I have very strong emotions, I just like go out, either ride my bike around the neighborhood to clear my head or like skate around the neighborhood to clear my head. And uh, yeah, once I'm, once I'm done clearing my head, I just go back inside and get back to the grind. <laughs> the grind, you're okay. a kid. There should be no grind. <laughs> should be enjoying life. Fun. Well, yeah, I mean, I just have a question to Aiden. <laughs> Why do you think kids nowadays are so depressed and, you know, think about suicide or maybe you know somebody that's committed suicide or somebody that's thought about committing suicide? Why do you think that is with kids nowadays? Uh, I think maybe it's because they have so much extra pressure on them, like especially sixth graders, switching from an easy, like, fifth grade. Fifth grade was really fun and really easy. Now they're switching to sixth grade. You have a lot more pressure on you. You have a lot more work to do. And, yeah, I just think that pressure is building up on people, and sometimes it gets the better of them or gets the worse of them. And do you feel like kids are mean, <laughs> that there's bullies out there that can be, you know, because now with social media, we didn't have that when we were kids. So when you got bullied at school, it, it was left at school. But nowadays with social media and cell phones and everything, if you're bullied, it's constant. You don't get that break. Yeah. Uh, I feel like there is bullies out there. But I mean, like, to whoever's listening to this, don't be a bully and spread, and spread it around. Just be kind. And, uh, yeah, kindness spreads around, spreads around like confetti. <laughs> I like that. I do like that. That's awesome. So you've never seen any of your friends get bullied, and you've never been bullied before? Uh, no. Most of the time, it's just joking around. I mean, but like sometimes, I saw this my friend my uh, well, he's not my friend anymore, but he used to be my friend. He was like being mean to an autistic kid, and I said, "Bro, chill." And he was, and he just got mad at me. And I was like, you know what, I'm not going to hang out with you anymore. And I just didn't hang out with him. And then I hung out with the autistic kid more than I hung out with him. So, yeah. That's awesome. That is very it's awesome. It's our nephew. <laughs> well, and, and, you know, we try to with Aiden 
he's really interested in like because we have the yoga studio so he's interested in like the reiki like super interested in learning more about reiki and and meditation and i know one time when he was over here uncle jay had you meditate and then you actually came to meditation at the studio so how do you feel about kids do you know any other kids that do that that meditate or anything um not really uh i mean i no racist, but I used to have this really Asian friend that used to meditate all the time. And uh, he was really calm all the time, like, especially in stressful situations. Like, we had a real lockdown drill before, and, like, he just stayed especially calm through the entire thing. And I think that was because of meditation. It definitely probably helped. That's why I'm always calm. <laughs> well, let's just talk about what he said. They had a lockdown drill, okay? When we were in school, the only drills we had were like fire drills and tornado drills. Now they got these lockdown drills. So what do they do when you do a lockdown drill? So for lockdown drills, mostly it's when like an intruder enters the building and nobody knows like who they are. They don't have any identification on them. And so what the teachers do, they close their doors and they lock the doors and they make the children hide and they like close like all the exits so the quote-unquote bad guy can't get out and uh yes they just have to kids hide and wait for the police to show up that's scary how do you guys feel i know it's just practice but do you guys do you feel nervous or scared that you even have to practice doing that uh sometimes because like it's just weird to think that nowadays we live in a world where people actually do that type stuff and they and they, like, do bad things nowadays. It's just hard to think about. Yeah, it's definitely a scary world. That's why I feel that it's important that we have him on the show because we need to talk to our youth, and they need to educate us, I believe, on some things too and express their feelings to us. And I think we don't let them express, and, like, we talked about emotions before, how especially guys are taught to keep their emotions in but we should allow them to express their feelings. I feel like that's pressure on kids too, especially in sports. Like if you lose a game or something and you want to cry or whatever, what does everybody tell you? Stop crying, right? Yeah. So I have a story to tell, that's okay. So in my first year of baseball, I struck out my first bat, my first time up to bat and I was really mad and I started to cry a little bit and my coach just told me, Hey, there ain't no crying in baseball. And I was, like, confused. I was like, wait. I was like, what? That's actually a quote from a movie. Seriously? Yeah. Um, so, do you think, so do you think it was wrong that you were crying? Uh, I mean, uh, I mean, maybe. I mean, depends what perspective you look at it from. From your perspective? Uh, maybe, I mean. I don't think it was wrong to stop crying. There's really no right or wrong answer. I think I think if you felt like crying, then you should cry, right? If that's how you felt in that moment. Yeah, and I let my emotions get the best of me, but yeah, now I try to not do that anymore. I feel like that's hard, though. How do you? How do you do that? How do you try not to do that? What do you do? Like, if I feel like that I'm going to cry, sometimes I just bite my lip and just put my head down and get angry. 
Uh, but yeah, if I if I get sad, I turn it into anger, and then I turn my anger into motivation on the field. That's good. And and if you're looking at it from sorry, you might hear our dog in the background. Uh, we do record at home. <laughs> um, if you look at it from like. Oh, that energetic scale. We had talked about it before. Yeah. I forgot what the exact name of it is called. But if you look at it from how he said he gets sad and then anger and then motivation. So there's actually like this motivational scale. And I think Jay's going to look it up and we can let you guys know what it is. But it talks about um, your vibration, your energetic vibration. So when you go from sadness to anger and then to motivation. So it's actually... It's raising your vibration. So like feeling sad and then but I, I think sadness is a lower vibration than anger. So like you're kind of working your way up the scale. So when you're sad, you know, you kind of are, are putting a lower vibration out there and then you get anger. So you're raising the vibration. Then he said he turns it into motivation. So now he's really motivated. His energetic centers are really starting to activate. So he's got that higher vibration. So I think that's interesting that he kind of put it into that perspective of those emotions and I think it's I think it's kind of sad that he said he puts his head down and like too many kids do that they need to keep their heads held high and just too much influence I think on these kids with YouTube and video games and all that but what do you think about all of these, because you, I know you watch YouTube and yeah. play all those games. Like, how do you, do you feel like that influences your emotions in any way? Uh, sometimes. I mean, like, if you lose a match of a Battle Royale game and you were, like, really close to winning, you could get mad. And that could maybe influence you to turn that anger into maybe motivation for the next game. And I'd say this is especially useful like, during football, like, if you make a bad play, like, I, I get sad after I make bad plays, and I'm like, dang it, and then I turn it into anger, and then I turn that anger into motivation so I can do a good next play. So, oh, I couldn't find the list, but I do know, like, anger is lower. I found, like, one that's, like, an emotional guidance scale. And so, like, just looking, like, anger's below worry, doubt, disappointment. So, like, you could go from anger to worry to disappointment to frustration. Like, that's kind of what you're doing. You, you're, I mean, you don't have to do every emotion, so it's kind of like that. But, <clears throat> excuse me. What was I going to say? That chart. We were just talking Yeah, so the chart. So, yeah, so that that is good that you find that. Like, at least you're aware of, like, all right, I'm mad. I'm angry. I'm going to use this as motivation to do better and not let it affect you in a negative way. Uh, I feel like I learned this skill from my dad because mm -hmm. he always told me, he said, whenever I'm angry, he said, use it on the field. And I feel like now I do that after, after he told me to do that. That's good. Yeah. Well, and I know with Aiden, so... And I feel like this is with a lot of kids. Probably you know a lot of kids that are ADHD, ADD, OCD, yeah. um, on medications and stuff. How do you feel about that? Um, I kind of feel bad that they have to deal with that. But, I mean, the medication does help, but don't rely on that for everything. Wait, and so do you take medication, too? You're 
for your ADHD or anything? No. No. You're just a hyper kid. And I think that's fine. He's just got a high vibration. He's Kids are bored easily. So you need to, like, do stuff, you know? And then I think a lot of it is, too, because, you know, Aiden has a cell phone. So with his cell phone, he can constantly be entertained. And when he's not being entertained, he's bored. So, like, even just today, waiting to do the podcast, you know, he was getting bored and walking around and he gets distracted easily but it's there's nothing wrong with it I don't feel that there's anything wrong with it I feel like he's a kid he's probably more in tune with his like chakras and energy centers so like his creativity starts to flow he gets excited about things and I wish people would just see it from that perspective instead of thinking oh he needs to be medicated because I don't agree and like Aiden said it helps, but it shouldn't be a long-term solution. Like, what are other things that you think people could do to help with that instead of medication? Probably, like, uh, maybe stress balls and things like that. Like, stress-relieving tools that you could maybe, like, fidget spinners. Remember when those were trending? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like most people just use it because it was trending, but some, like some people with ADHD actually need those to help. And I think that's why many schools are banning them because it was a big disrespect and people were playing with them in class. I didn't realize they got banned. So now we're banning fidget spinners. Gosh. Well, and Jay, you can kind of talk from your perspective because you were on medication as a child diagnosed with ADD. Yeah. And how do you think that? I mean, I hated it, but I agree with Aiden, you know, saying that it definitely helped. But I also feel that, you know, I didn't like the way I felt on it. So that, so it's like it helped, but I didn't like the way I felt, if that makes sense. Yeah, I see what you're saying. How long were you actually on meds for? So I started taking it when I was in seventh grade and until I graduated. So like five, six years. Um, and then once I turned 18, I just decided I'm done. I'm not taking this anymore. Well, and you said that you felt like it helped you. What it, what do you mean it helped you? Like it helped you concentrate or, cause I, I mean, how old were you when you started meditating? 23. And you feel that what the experience you get from meditating is similar to the experience you would get when you were on your Ritalin? No, it's better. So Ritalin kind of makes you comatose, I guess. I'm trying to think of the right word. It calms you down, right? So meditation is more about being in control of your emotions as opposed to them just being numb. Well... I definitely wish more schools offered meditation because I know there's we have a couple clients that are teachers and they bring it into their classrooms. They'll just on their own bring meditation. And they said the students love it. And I know we recently just did an event at a middle school and <laughs> the, you said that the kids were like meditating. Like they wouldn't even like try it. Yeah, and, and that was kind of why I was having conversations with people and kind of explaining exactly what you know, meditation does so that kids don't fear it and think that it's like something bad. I mean, it, it can help you focus. It helps, you know, it can help in so many different ways. Yeah, I totally agree with you. 
uh, I just really don't understand why people would be afraid of it because like it's not causing any harm. All it does is help. Yeah, it's the fear of the unknown. That's really what it is. Do they offer meditation at your school, Eden? No. <laughs> no. If they did, would you do it? I guess. <laughs> that helps. <laughs> I mean, I've done it before. It, it helps a lot, especially when you're feeling blue. What makes you feel blue? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, sometimes I just wake up, like, feeling sad. But, I mean, like, usually over over the day... Like, things, certain events happen, like, I get a good grade on my test, and it makes me happy. That's good. Turn your frown upside down. <laughs> well, and I just hope that, Aiden, you feel like you can talk to me and Uncle Jay about And you're, you're pretty open with us. So I just hope that you always feel that. Because there's some kids out there that they don't have that. They don't have, you know, it's weird sometimes to talk to your parents about things. I was a kid once, and I didn't like to talk to my parents about stuff. Especially, you know, about sex and, you know, different things you experience going <laughs> yeah, through yeah, puberty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I just want you to make sure, and anybody, we're always here. I know we're adults, but we were kids once, so I think we're pretty cool adults. Yeah. Yeah, I like talking to you guys better than, like, I, I like talking to you guys better, better than I like talking to my own parents. And that's, I mean, that's... Awkward. That's most people. I mean, even me growing up, there were a lot of things that I just wouldn't tell my parents because it's just, I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't, there's, it's, it's really just, awkward. Right? Yeah. And you live with them, so it's like, I don't yeah. know. I get it. That, but that's why I think kids need a mentor or someone or an aunt or an uncle, cousin, someone older that they can look up to and, you know, actually have that communication with so that they're not just holding it in. Yeah, it definitely helps to express it and just let it out, you know? Well, and Aiden's an only child, so he doesn't have that sibling either. But sometimes, like, okay, my my brother, Aiden's dad, was my oldest brother, and he was the typical older brother. So you have that sibling that you're, you're close with that you can tell things to, or you have that sibling that's like... I'm going to beat you up. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to slap you around. <laughs> Do you, Aiden, do you have any questions for us or anything else you want? Do you want to tell a joke or something? You know, because uh, you're going to get some kids listening. Yeah, I say I have a question. Can I do another podcast? Because these are fun. <laughs> of course. As long as you promise to always be open and honest. Yeah. Yes, we can do another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so if you're a kid listening... We're here, Aiden's here, you know, we'll, um, you can find us on our Facebook page or Instagram, SoulFlowYoga1, or our emails, Melissa at SoulFlowYoga, or Jason at SoulFlowYoga.com, but don't be afraid, and we're actually, I'm in the process of working with some other um, people on doing an event for kids, teens and tweens, I guess they would be called, so that they have a place where they can kind of vent and speak their truth and and help on an energetic level, which I don't think kids get that. Right. So we'll be working on that event. In a healthy way. Yes, in a healthy way. <laughs> and we'll be keeping you posted on that because it's going to be amazing. And we have some, you know, teens that will be helping us put it together. And I think it'll be a great event. But other than that, I think we're going to wrap it up for today. But thanks, Aiden, for coming on here and sharing your perspective on being a kid and, well, 
almost he's a almost a teenager, which I can't believe, but yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, if you guys have any questions, feel free to reach out. Always, if you have topics you want us to talk about, please feel free to reach out. But I feel like this is a very important, powerful message that we need to send to our youth and help them as much as we can and and help on a deeper level than just the, you know, shut up and right, suck it up. Suck it up and deal with it. But <laughs> Thanks again, guys, and we look forward to talking to you in the next episode. So, namaste. Namaste. Namaste.